Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. Hello and welcome to our very last Married at First Sight recap podcast. You are listening to The Recap. Every week we go through, we chat about Married at First Sight and last night we had our finale. We obviously need to debrief because this week there was one question that we had on our lips. But before I get too excited, I have someone else on the line with me who insists that she is introduced. Go, please. I'm literally your co-host. My name's Claire Stevens. I'm your twin sister. I'm not like a random, like we've been hosting this together for like a long time. No, you call every time I go to make this podcast and you call and you insist on being on and all I want to do is scream my opinions. But then you're like, no, let's chat. Let's have a conversation. So, you know, you're here. You're always here. Look, the last week of our lives was spent um, asking one question. Do you want to tell the listeners what that question was? Yes. So all we've wanted to know is who is lying out of Mikey and Stacey. That's all we want to know because somebody's lying because Mikey says that he and Stacey had sex and Stacey says, we didn't have a one night stand, Mikey. And it's like, why aren't you angrier and why don't you have more like, it's like, okay, we'll then refute some of his evidence. Yeah, be madder, be madder. Yeah, and tell us like what's the deal with the mecha bag with his clothes in it? Does it exist or not? Yeah, exactly right, which she's not done a very good job of defending herself, especially for a trained lawyer. So, look, last night was the last episode. I want to start just just by saying that for the last few weeks, uh, or the last week, right, so we're obviously stuck in social isolation, wow, wow, it's very hard, uh, there's not been a lot of people to talk to right? Because we can't really touch other people, no physical touch. When I've been doing my social distancing walks around the block, I stop people at a good 1.5 metre slash 2 metre distance and I yell in their face, Stacey lying, Mikey lying. And what do they say? They say Stacey lying is what they say. They do because they know that she's been dishonest, that her story isn't adding up. And look, I do tend to agree. Should we start at the beginning? Like, it's obviously all we want to talk about is Stacey and Mikey, but I guess we should cover off some other things. Yeah, so there's this finale episode and it's like a final, final, final commitment ceremony and all the couples, well, not all the couples, like six of the couples, get up on the couch with the experts. So I guess let's start with the first couple because it's Connie and Jonathan and we've seen all of this before. We've seen Connie's journey of self-discovery which we really don't care about and everybody applauds her and she's crying and she's like I've become a better person and it's like have you and if so why yeah I agree and I also think that there's something to be said you know I they're not respecting our time so much because they know we have nothing else to do which is frankly quite rude but to go and flash back to something that happened last Tuesday to then um go and flash back 
to the weddings, when they showed up the weddings on the screen last night, I said, don't you dare. Don't you dare show me such little respect as though I haven't been watching this all along. I know. Same with that bloody aquarium footage of Connie being single. I've been single for five years. Um, It's a long time when you say it out loud. (laughs) I do feel lonely. I have seen it about 16 times. And can we talk about the aquarium? I mean, she's all like, oh, I go to dinner on my own. I go to the cinema on my own. I go to the aquarium on my own. Oh, what's it like going out in public, Connie? Please tell us because we can't. And we're alone just at home. Exactly. I'd love to go to the aquarium on my own and go and stand and cry in front of a shark. I'd love that. But it's good because everybody gets introduced to Connie's mum and they hear that Connie's mum says, I don't like that show, and everyone laughs hysterically because they're like, no, neither do we. After being on it and it ruining our lives, not a great show, not a great decision. In retrospect, she was right. Can we go to Ivan and Alex and we just basically need to know, were they uh, telling the truth? Were they together? What happened? What is your perspective, please? They're lying about something. I don't know what. And more importantly, I don't know why. So they say that they're together, but everyone's like, no, you're not. You don't seem like you're together. Last night, you wouldn't admit you were together. Apparently, after the show, all this stuff came out last night, they're no longer together. But it's like, why you lie? Yeah, they are definitely lying. I completely agree. Um, And apparently in February, they broke up. I read that on the Daily Mile. So that's just good for us to know. Tie a little bow around that storyline. It's weird that they wanted to leave. So during Connie and Jonathan's little couch thing, you hear Yvonne being like, should we leave? What? Why would you leave? Where do you have to be? You're halfway through a national televised event. Why, why would you exit? And you're, you're dressed up. You're dressed up. Like You've gone to a lot of effort. She's dyed her hair, for goodness sake, and now you want to leave. Trish is in her best. Why you want to leave? So they're just really bloody strange. But next is uh, Michelle and Steve. Also, I've heard it. I've heard it. I know the storyline. Oh, I've heard it too. There's not a cheating scandal here. There's not. There's feelings hurt. There's lack of physical attraction. I do think it's worth noting that Mel does have her once in a season moment, which is all lovely, where she kind of reprimands Steve, which is about six to eight weeks too late. But that's not what we're here for. TikTok, TikTok. We need to get to Stacey and Mikey. Um, but then there's Haley and David. Honestly, I can't. I can't do anything else until we just get to Stacey because it's all I've thought about for a week. But I do like that. Um, that it's like the experts have learnt the meaning of the word segue because they they really do segue from Haley cheating with Michael to hold on. There's another cheating scandal. Yes, yes, there is. That's how you connect things in a TV show. So they then get Michael and Stacey up and they're asking very pointed questions. Like, Michael, did you cheat with Hayley? And he says... John, I legitimately was paroed at night and cannot remember. Oh, my God, why are you telling a psychologist that you were paralytic? That's not something to be proud of. That's when... Trish wakes up and Trish wakes up every three to five episodes and she goes, hang on, Mikey is saying one thing and Stacey is saying another. That means that there's a contradiction and her little um, spidey senses are on alert. They're going, something's not right here. She can't put it together. She can't put together what's going on. Is someone lying? No. Yeah, Trish, that's what we've been thinking about for a full week now. What? 
Why have you only just cottoned on to this? We do have more evidence. And so I just need to ask you now. Last week, you went on the record, you went on the official record to say, oh, maybe Mikey's lying, which was a really weird thing to say. Um, Our listeners, I'm sure, didn't agree. It was very embarrassing for you. And I'm just wondering if this week you have changed your perspective. I don't know. I'm really confused because Stacey isn't making sense. Why isn't she defending herself harder if she is lying? I think the editing's really weird and there's stuff we don't know, but do I think that they slept together? Look, I want to. I want to because that's interesting. And watching a grown woman lie on national television has always been one of my hobbies. So I'm going to go, yes, they slept together. Me too. There's just not a doubt left in my mind. Uh, She employed some lines of argument that were particularly incriminating in the Married at First Sight Court of Law. And of course, we did see John Aiken become the judge. Uh, Everyone else became the jury. At points, they were asked to, the jury were asked to just say what they think, which is not how a court of law often goes. But John Aiken did bring to the stand several witnesses, including Mikey, and then later on, Ivan. And when Stacey starts saying things such as, even when I had doubt, I stood by him and he's not standing by me and I'm out of here, it's like, that's because you're lying and you don't want to get caught. No, yes, she's she says several things that it's just like, oh, sweetie, no, it's very obvious that you're lying. And it's like she's too stubborn. I don't know. It's really, really strange. And so Mikey is yelling and just being super direct like this is what happened I can't believe you're lying and then she's like we never had a one-night stand Mikey are you trying to be sneaky like was it not a one-night stand because you slept together a few times like I don't I don't get it did you just touch genitals did you just do some grinding did you um do other such sexual activities that don't include um intercourse itself uh Trish would be interested in that if you wanted to talk a little bit to that um Trish would bloody love some intimacy even if it's not in the form of actual sex She'd love some sexy texts. She'd love some touching of the genitals, some licking of the face. Yes, she would love it all. She'd love it all. So that's sort of where we leave. I mean, we go to Seven Lizzie, but I refuse to acknowledge anything that's happened there because they're trying to leave us on a happy note and um, we don't buy it. You can't just sell us Lizzie and Sepp. You can't make them happen as they are trying to do. I don't care about them and their love story because I don't believe that it is real. I would say that at the end of this season, we have one and a half successful couples, Seven Lizzie being one, Alex and Ivan being half, not even that because they're lying and there's something shady going on there. But the experts seriously want us to believe that this is successful. And it's like, no, it really wasn't in any shape or form. There's 25 broken people, 24 of them are couples, and number 25 would be Connie's mum, who just is rocking in the corner going, told you so, told you so, told you so. Uh, So look, it was a brilliant final episode of television. I did get some answers. I'm reading a lot of goss this morning. I recommend that everyone goes to mummia.com.au to just get across what everyone is saying. They are in social isolation. What does that mean? It means that they're doing Instagram questions where you can ask them anything and they'll tell you. But Stacey's deleted her Instagram and that's a really big issue for right now because I want her gossip. Michael didn't though, Claire. Michael's ready to answer some questions. And if you can understand what he says, then you might get something out of it. But so far, I can't really understand. Before we wrap up, what do you think about just low-key leaving out five couples? Or no, six. Leaving out six, five or six couples that we just didn't speak to. 
They could have left out 23. Let's be real. I just think they were wasting their time with, you know, the Steve Michelles, the Lizzie and Sebs. I just needed my darlings, um, Michael and Stacey. That's what I was there for. Uh, I don't think they got enough time. There were questions, more questions to be asked, video footage to be uh, un. I was going to say unburied. I'm just going to go with that. Unearthed, unearthed. Unearthed. Yeah. So that's all I was there for. But look, what a season. Uh, what an experience. What a way to get us through a particularly difficult time. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be controversial. Not what a season. I'm disappointed. Wasn't as good as last year. <gasps> Just wasn't. Two cheating scandals and a pooey toothbrush do not make up for thrown fruit bowls, Jessica and Dan. Remember that? Was his name even Dan? I don't know. Innes. Oh, remember Innes? She was the best. If I had to point out the fatal flaw of this particular season, it would be that too much happened off camera. Yes. There was just, they weren't cheating on camera, which is the one rule. It's in your contract. So everything is hypothetical. And he said, she said, that's not what we're here for. We're here for evidence in the married at first sight cheating court of law, which is what was, you know, truly lacking. I think we need Judge Judy to do like a reunion special where she gets them all in and he's like, you're lying. When something doesn't make sense, it means you're lying. And she says everybody's lying because they are. So true. Um, Great idea for a follow-up show. We'll be recapping it if it does happen. But thank you so much for joining us this season. We've had so much fun with you. If you want to read our recaps, they're at mummia.com.au and lots of gossip coming out in the next few days. We highly recommend you keep an eye on it. Uh, It's going to be interesting, explosive. We do have reality TV contestants in isolation, which is something we don't often see. So have some fun there. Thanks for calling me um, once a week, Claire. That's been great. No worries. Been great catching up about the most important stuff that's going on in the world right now. Agree. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.